Okay, so we're skipping to Perik Nun Tes, Mitzvahs Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. Tzara Kolish Yisrael, Chabiv as Eretz Yisrael. Every single Yid has to cherish Eretz Yisrael. V'lavay Eileha Me'avsei Ha'aretz B'tshuka K'dayla And to come from all the corners of the globe with a tremendous desire. K'bein El-Cheik Imoy. Like a child who runs to, uh, to be cradled by his mother. The first of our big averis that would became established as a day of tears for all the future generations all came. Because we rejected Eretz Yisrael. And with the redemption of our souls that should come very soon. Because your servants want to see its stones and its pebbles, and they have grace in their eyes from the offer of Eretz Yisrael. Ah, that attraction, that love will bring us back. You get up and show Rachamim over Tzion. We find in the Gemara that the Amoyroyim would literally kiss the soil of the land. When they would arrive in Eretz Yisrael. You used to be able to do this, if you remember. The plane wouldn't bring you straight to the, straight to the terminal. Used to get off on the steps. <laughs> you used to it a long time ago. Wow. You know how beautiful and wonderful it would be to sing that beloved song that Rabbi Yehuda Levi, the Balakuzri, wrote with tremendous love. The beginning of the song is called Eretz Akadosh Yekara Hamuda. I guess it was well known in his days. We sing the song by the Kever of Yehuda Barloi, Kol Erev Shkodesh, B'Simcha Rabba, U'Mizchanan in Lakeel, She'al Yigarshenu Me'aleha, and we dive into the Rebbeinu Shalom that we should not be chased off the land. Kama Kroivim Arachaykim, Asher Chutzla, even those that are nearby, or those that are distant, but outside of Eretz Yisrael, it's befitting that we should be desirous and attracted to it. Just like Hashem who chose us, are the cherished ones amongst the, all the nations, so too Hashem chose Eretz Yisrael. We're only considered one unique nation together with the land itself. Who's considered like your, like your like your nation? The one land in the land, the one nation in the land. And you should go back. And I never thought there was some cheshmer over here to this. Because Baruch told Avram Avinu to go to Israel and to go see it and to go back. And when he would go back for five years, he was not allowed to go back to Israel. And during those five years, he was mishtekek 
Who would give me limbs like a like a dove? I would fly and go and reside. Now I've been distanced and far away. I'm dwelling in in like a desolate land. I would rather live in a desolate land in Eretz Yisrael instead of the palaces of Chutz And as soon as he had permission to return, before he ever went to the land, he didn't have a chuka. Once he got there, and he saw with prophecy the tremendous preciousness and the holiness of the land. Then he started having a tremendous desire for it. Even though those that dwell there have some difficulty, we still should have a tremendous desire for it. We should desire to be there with that intent that even if it's uh, somewhat difficult, we're willing to take those difficulties in order to dwell there. Rav Chaim says that we find that Yidin for many generations had a cheshek, had a desire. People sold their houses. They gave up all the nechassim, all of the businesses. He said, where does it come from? He says, just like we, a Yid has within himself the ability to sacrifice his life for Kiddush Hashem, it comes from the Avos, from Yitzchak Avinu. A Yid has the ability to give up family for Akash All of these midos that are nishra shenis, which we don't find anywhere else in the world, but we have that ability within us. It's not because we raised ourselves to that ability. It's not a skill that we developed. It's built in us from the Avos Akdashim, from the from the Nisyonis that they overcame. He says, we find that Klai Yisrael has this natural cheshek to live in Eretz Yisrael, even if it causes us a tremendous difficulty, and it comes from Avram Avinu. So, okay.